everybody, welcome to the B Podcast. It's your host, James, with Jake. Episode 143. Happy Wednesday, Jake. How is it going? It's hump day. Tomorrow's Thursday, which means the start of the NFL week with Thursday Night Football kicks off week 11. We have a lot to talk about. It's been a couple of weeks, you know, because football was boring as shit for the last three weeks until the Niners won two out of three, and we're back and we're ready to get at it. How about you, James? I definitely agree. Yeah, the past couple weeks, um, pretty depressing football-wise. Yeah, pretty depressing football-wise. I'm like, uh, Niners are ass. The Cardinal game is really just... Kind of fucked me up. I was like, "Damn, we fucking suck ass." So yeah. I was like, "I've had enough of this." Yeah. Um, but no, it's. I mean, we'll talk about it later. But I mean, it's it's a great feeling being the Rams every single year. It's <coughs> awesome. You love to see it. But we'll talk more about that later. Um. But yeah, doing good. We're back. Jake, why don't we talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and that is. Yeah, you know it. You guessed it. The San Jose Earthquakes. Um, they're oh, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Before you start this, okay. I gotta tell you something. Yeah, what? I met, I met someone today. You wanna know what their name is? What's her name? <laughs> well, you know, that's a good that's a good thing you told me because guess what? What? I also met someone today. You wanna know what really? her name is? What? <laughs> I ain't I ain't meet anyone yet. <laughs> the fuck. I did, also, I did have a funny so tweet. Sorry. I did have a funny tweet today, though. I, yeah, I was about to say I totally forgot we were supposed to do this before we started earthquake with it. But here, I'm gonna read off this tweet from Jake this morning, guys. Um, you read, you read post- it, you read how it, how it is, and then I'll say like my exaggeration of how it would have sounded. Exactly, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Today's date, eleven seventeen, twenty twenty one, at approximately nine thirty six a.m. At jfran underscore 9549. Make sure to follow. Name J. Tweets out. Taking my dog on a walk. Dot, dot, dot. Would hate if a beautiful woman stopped to talk to me. That would be, in, in all caps, awful. Yeah. So that's how, that's how it reads. This is what it sounds like. Taking my dog on a walk would hate if a beautiful woman stopped to talk to me. That would be awful. <laughs> and that was a tweet. Oh my god! It's a good tweet. What is wrong? What, what is wrong with you? What it's is good, wrong? With it's you? a good tweet. A good fucking think. It's a good tweet. I think. Where are you walking your dog? First of all, from my house your, to around. Yeah, no, from my house to. The middle school, then like a couple streets down from that. You need to bring your dog and walk them around like that little shopping area. (laughs) Thoughts? Let's slow down there, sir. (laughs) What do you mean slow down? Too many people. Oh my god. Make sure you don't wear your tights, alright? I'll wear two pairs of them now just because you said that. (laughs) You know what happened yesterday? What? So I get home. And okay. my, my, my mom asked me a question after I get home from work. Okay. So I answered the question. Then my dad's like, just calm down. And I was like, you know what? No, I was calm. But now you told me to calm down. I'm not going to be calm. 
So I wasn't calm anymore. <laughs> I walked in the house calm. I was told to be calm. I said, you know what? I am calm, but now I'm not going to be calm. Well, what was the question that your mom asked you? It was like, ooh, I forget what the question was, but I was like, I hate, like, also another thing I hate is like when I'm doing like, like putting dishes away, and my mom comes in and says like, make sure you put the dishes away. Like, what am I fucking doing here? Just standing here looking at them, <laughs> hoping they magically go over to the dishwasher? No, I'm putting them in there. What do you mean? Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I was calm. That's funny. I was that calm. Funny. Now you told me to be calm. So now I'm not calm anymore. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I mean, when parents, I mean, shit. When they say, either they told me something, I say yes, and then literally five minutes later they go, Did you do this? I'm like, No, but I'm going to do it. Give me a second. Well, then I'm move like, out. No. Who said that? Oh, who said that? If I, who said move out? If I could, I would, but I can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a broke boy. All right, I mean, that's a little spiel from the beginning. Let's go back to it. Let's talk about, like we said, let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and Drake, that is. Yep, the San Jose Earthquakes. Well, their season ended because they were bad. But our boy. Oh, the season, the, the season ended already? Yeah, it ended. Oh, shit. But <laughs> I didn't know that. Our boy, Chafis, was nominated for. Newcomer of the year, basically rookie Ooh. of the year. Oh, and he's a good chance of winning it. Also, Ooh. Chris Wondolowski retired and took he on did. a front office role. Um, with the earthquakes, yep. Oh, nice. And speaking of, cool. yep, that's earthquake minute. But speaking of another retirement, we haven't had a we haven't had an episode for a while. Um, Buster Posey retired. Ah, uh, yes, he did. After 12 seasons, he retired at the age of 34, mostly due to health, he said. Uh, but also, he knew this was this was his last year last year. Um, right. He knew that, that this was going to be his last year last year, kind of. Um, he said, he he had, said it twice now. Yeah. And he had a great end to a career. He had, the high, I think, like, the highest, or one of, the, like, the second highest. I forget what it is. But, like, he had, like, a, I think it's OPS. Like, he had one of the highest OPS in a final season in like the last 50 years or something like that, uh, which means on base plus slugging for those who don't know. Um, right. He won comeback player of the year, his second time winning that. And he won his, I think, fifth or sixth silver slug. No, his fifth silver slugger award at catcher. Mm. Oh, good wow. Way, really? Yeah. Good way to end a career. A Hall of Fame career. Absolutely. That. Yeah, I definitely agree Hall of Fame. I think someone who doesn't agree is Grant Cohen. Thoughts? If I can get Grant Cohen into a room, you would need DNA evidence to figure out who it was after I got through with him. That's my opinion on Grant Cohen. Jesus Christ. Give me in a room okay. with him. You would need teeth records, DNA, fingernails to know who the hell it was after I got through with him. That's my opinion. Let's move on. Let's talk about the second best team in the Bay Area, and that is. Yes, the San Jose Sharks. Kind of an interesting start to the season. You know, didn't expect much. Thought they were going to be pretty shitty. Yeah, that's true. I definitely agree. They are 8 6 and 1. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. 
They had could be like, better, could be better, but not bad, right? Could be better, yeah, it could but be not better. Bad. Only issue is that they had for I think a six game stretch, seven of their best players out due to COVID, and they went I, I think that. three, two, and one with like a bunch of AHL players and rookie players. Sick. And their goalie James Reimer leads the league in save percentage, like nine forty like or something. You like that? And they play tomorrow against the Blues. I think they won yesterday against the Wild, four to one. Yes, it was a good team, and now they have a chance to win another game on the road against another Stanley Cup t- contender type team. And we'll see what happens. I'm present. I'm. They they've been fun to watch. Now, will they make the playoffs? I doubt it. But they play hard. They play fast. They play aggressive. They have young players, and they're fun to watch. And that is your earthquakes and sharks. Minute. Sharks. Oh, we need to go to a game. Let's schedule one. Thoughts? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the third best team in the area. And that is. Your Golden State Warriors. Um, just a little update. Uh, currently, they sit at twelve and two. They're definitely um, the best team in the NBA. There's anyone close? No, they're far no, and away the best team. They're far and away the best team. I mean, uh, last year's winner, the Bucks. I think they just they're ten and eight right now. I think now. No, they're not. They're like who? The Bucks. They're like eight and seven or some shit. They beat the Lakers today. Yeah, that's not saying much. Yeah. Um, a group of fifth yeah, grade, I mean, a group of fifth graders with one hand can beat the Lakers. <laughs> um, but like you were saying, I mean, they're far and away like the best team in the NBA. There's just no one better. Um, Steph Curry, MVP front runner? Question mark, question mark, question mark? Um, Thoughts? He's the MVP. Yeah, no, absolutely. If they um, finish first, he's, that- he's going to win it. He's just that good. No, he's just that good. Um, there's no one. There's no one playing any better than him. Um, the bench and the Warriors that we talked about before, I think our uh, our past episode, um, they're playing really well. Uh, I think before we talked about uh, Damian Lee was the starter. Jordan Poole um, is has been starting now at that two guard position. He's playing really well. And we'll talk about now. He's definitely gained our respect. Um, Huge, huge disbelievers in Jordan Poole. I think we had this conversation with Swig. Um, obviously, Jordan Poole played a lot of basketball without Steph. Right? I think it's like the biggest thing. When Steph is on the floor, he makes everyone around him better, and he's definitely done that with Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole has flourished playing in the system with Steph Curry, so you love to see it. Um. GP2? Thoughts? He's pretty good. He's like our version of, like a more athletic, better, not annoying piece of shit version of Pat Beverly. He's he's so much more athletic too. I got hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, um, if he's going at this rate, do you think he goes into the slam dunk contest? I think there's a good chance. I think it's a good chance. The son of Gary I, I mean, Payton. Obviously, we're, 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 we're very far away from that, but I mean. Yeah, the son of Gary Payton. 
his his in game dunks. I mean, okay, so it's obviously Slender Hunter's in game dunks they're a little bit different. But when there's someone in Gary Payne GP two space and he dunks it, it's just it's just crazy to watch. The intensity when he dunks it and his intensity on defense, I fucking love it. I mean, he's a stud. Yeah, I agree. And they got him for cheap. Yes. And they let him go, and every team had a chance to claim him, but they didn't. Yeah, no, absolutely. Definitely agree. Um, they recently, the Warriors recently beat the Nets, uh, 117 99 in the Barclays Center. Yeah. Um, Steph had 37 points that game. I mean, again, he's just he's just doing his thing. MVP front runner, like we said. Um, being a Nets team that, had K, that has KD, James Harden, no Kyrie because he's somewhere. In, don't know where that guy is. Um, yeah. well, well, they, were, they, they, they were without Joe Harris. I think he's hurt. Um, but again, I mean, when you have KD on the floor, you always have a chance to win the game. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors were still without Clay Thompson. So, I mean, and James Wiseman. But, I mean, they're just playing really good basketball right now. It's, it's yeah. just, it's giving me a lot of uh, 2016 vibes. 2014-15 is what I think of. Really? Okay. Like the first year when they uh, won the title? The first year? Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, but yeah, 2016 vibes coming off of them because, I mean, when... Just, just the way they play. That's just, that's just how I'm feeling. Um, hopefully different but, result. I definitely, no, absolutely. Different result. Hopefully. I mean, never, never want to go back to that. Um, we're not playing really well. I mean, obviously, I think... Uh, what that thing was is that Clay and I think Clay, I think it's Clay and Wiseman are um, confirmed. They're confirmed. Yeah, five for five v five, full contact. I mean, full contact practice, whatever. You love to hear that. Obviously, I think before we're about a month out when they, I think Woj and the team said that he'll Clay will come back, which is December twentieth. So I mean, about a month and three days. Um, but, I mean, if you're doing full contact right now, I think we talked. I don't know if we talked about this before, or I had a conversation with someone. But if you're running at this rate, would you? I think this is the three of us, or the four of us in our group chat, me, you, Swood, and Gil, where we talked about if they're running at this rate so well, would you want to just keep Clay? It's getting a little bit more healthy, or do you put him in right when they say his date to come back? Is good to go. What do you think? Right away, give him give him like a 24, 25 minute restriction. Have him you know play six minutes, sit out six minutes. Play six minutes, sit out six minutes. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm right there with you, but I think if, I think if it's ready, dude. Because I mean, fuck, dude, Steph. I mean, Clay has been fucking itching to play basketball. And obviously, I'm gonna hope it's gonna happen. They're gonna they're, they're gonna bring him back on a home game. The Chase Center is going to be fucking rocking when they when when uh, the announcer says Clay Thompson's name for the first time in what two years six hundred six hundred days more than that since June nineteenth twenty eighteen nineteen something like that. Fuck man, I'm excited. Um, but I, I definitely agree with you. I think um, whenever he's cleared, full, I mean, obviously cleared for full contact. I mean, five on fives, whoever he's playing with in practice. I mean. Once he feels ready, I mean, we've been seeing what tweets and talks about how he, like he looks, he looks so good, like he hasn't been, like he's not injured. 
Like, you wouldn't have thought, right? Um, but yeah, Warriors basketball. What a time. Yeah, but before we get there, um, we have some sound from Stephen A. Smith. And as a result of that, what do you have? You leave the Oracle in Oakland, California, KD, with that fan base for this out across the river is Brooklyn. And they're chanting for Steph Curry as their MVP 12 games into the season with you on the floor averaging damn near 29 a game. And as a result of that... I mean, I fucking just demolished how that sounded. But that was Stephen A. Smith talking about how Steph Curry was getting MVP chance in the Brooklyn Nets arena with KD watching them. And... If I was Steph, after every three, when he was on the bench, I would have pointed him and said, you left me for Kyrie, good one, dumbass. Bye. They're friends, so he wouldn't do that. I know, but but bas- inside the, um, inside those lines, on the hardwood, where you sweat and you have the, f- s- think, the floors squeak from the shoes. <laughs> if I was Draymond... It's different with Draymond, obviously. It's like, different yeah, with Draymond. Yeah, beep. Mother beeper. Go beep yourself, you mother beeper. That's what you would have said to him. And he's right. I think I saw I think I saw a meme of Draymond. You know how Draymond had that little like you know which one I'm talking about? The video of him and KD talking, Katie's like Yeah, but I think Oh god, what was it? The the meme oh, what was the content with that? How can we find it? I don't know what the hell the content was. I think I think it's I think it was. It's the same thing that Steph, uh, that um, Stephen A. said. You left us to go with Kyrie Irving just for us to come back to the Barclays Center and beat you by eighteen. It's like one of those. I mean, it's verbal meme, like a uh, part of my take does verbal meme. I tried to verbal it, but it's I'm not good at it, so it feels bad. <laughs> um. Fuck, my fucking computer keeps laughing out. Um, yeah. Who do they play? They play tomorrow. Uh, they play the Cavs. I think it's a, uh, the front end of a back-to-back. And Curry is um, questionable. Yeah, he's questionable with the hip uh, contusion. And then I think they already said Andre Iguodala is out. Yeah. With, uh, with a hip injury as well, I think. Or it might be just a veteran rest day for him. Yeah, I think that's what Like it I is. said, it's a, it's a front end back of a back-to-back, so I mean. And they play tomorrow at 4.30. Um, the Sharks, I think we already talked about them. I don't know why I'm talking to the Sharks right now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They play tomorrow. Kaminga, thoughts? Um, the Kamun... The Kam- fuck. God. The Kamunja dude? <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak. Um, I found this tweet from Mark DeLucci. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Mark Delucci. Mark Delucci. What, what, what was our co-worker's name? Oh, shit. Oh, Lawrence. Or Larry Delucci. Oh. Yeah, the mf worked eight months. Eight, God damn it. He worked eight hours a year. He's like, oh, do we get overtime? Like, no, mf We get overtime. You don't. All right. Um, What the fuck is wrong with my TV? Oh, my God. The fuck? Jonathan Kaminga has a cured. Who? Just over 30 minutes of playing. 
What? You said Donovan Kaminga. I said Jonathan Kaminga. Oh, you like Donovan. Jonathan Kaminga has occurred just over 30 minutes of playing time between tonight's first half and the Warriors' past two games versus the Bulls and Hornets, in parentheses. He has recorded 20 points on 9 of 15 from the field, 10 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks, and is plus 22 on the when he's on the floor. Pretty good stats. And he's 19, 18, 19? How old, how old is he? Look it up. Let's check. Let's he's check. nineteen. Check. He's nineteen until October of next year. Then he turns twenty. Jesus Christ! He's more. My he's, God! He's playing more than Moses Moody is right now, who's kind of struggling from shooting. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think Swood was saying that. I think he was texting me. I don't know if he was texting me or you or the group chat again. Yeah, Swood's such a hater on coming. He's like, yeah, I don't. I don't know about the talent, but I see him work hard. Swood's a tough grader. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, okay. I this. This is obviously. All right. Swood is a lot more knowledgeable than us about basketball. Oh, no question. You agree? Yeah. No, like, no question, zero question about it, right? No, you know what? No, I'm smarter than him. I know more. No, I'm joking. I don't. He knows more. He he, he, he played basketball growing up. I played basketball growing he, up. He, 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 he got a scholarship to go play basketball in college, and then he I became know. a coach at one of our local community colleges here. Sud knows what the fuck is going on, right? It's like me and he baseball. Has an eye. Exactly. It's like you and mm. baseball. It's like me with football. Me and you, and you with football. No, I never played football, but I know enough to. But I mean, you understand. You know enough. And then me, obviously. I mean, when you have a question, I can sell, I can answer it for you, right? With other things. Um, but then he's an eye for basketball. So I mean, I definitely under, I definitely uh, agree with some of this. I, d- I would definitely agree with what Sud is saying because he's a lot more knowledgeable than what we think. Right, what we're just talking about. He said he can he, he he can live with the turnovers, but it's shot selection that he goes crazy about. Right? Yeah. yeah so I mean, I mean, let's just go back and let's see what we what we said about Kaminga. When was that? Um, I think yesterday. Was it was yesterday, right? I said he's the Josh Allen. I said I said this when they drafted him. He's the Josh Allen of NBA prospects. He has all the talent in the world. He just has to work on basically everything. And so far, so good. He can defend. He's a great defender. I like this comparison. Not going to say, I'm not saying this. Are you, are, are you talking about your tweets or are you talking about in the group chat? You're talking about your tweets. Not my tweets, but what I saw about who he, who he reminds people of. Um, oh, okay, okay. I'm not saying he's going to turn into this player. Plus, this is, this is not even my take. This is Steve Kerr's, so I'm not sure why I'm taking like I'm acting like I'm why I'm acting like I'm taking credit for it because he said it. But Steve Kerr said, better way to start it. Steve Kerr said that Kaminga reminds him again, not saying he's going to become this player, but rookie year he reminds him of rookie year Kawhi Leonard on how Leonard got drafted to the Spurs, a good team who had you know Ginobili, Duncan, Parker. So what they did was, hey, you're gonna play like 24 minutes a night, but you're gonna play great defense and score occasionally, like eight, ten points a game. And that's what Kaminga's right. doing. He's playing great defense. He's making plays. He's strong. Oh, he's that scoring. one box out video! My God. Yeah, he's scoring. He's playing great. He's playing great defense. So he reminds him of Kawhi Leonard. Now, does he? improve 
year after year to that Kawhi Leonard level? Probably not. But can he be someone behind, like a little bit below, like a tier below that? Yeah, he can. It's too early you to never say. Know. But right it's now, too early to say. I don't say it's too early to say. Yeah, right but right now. now, his job is to be what Leonard was for the Spurs, where, as I said, they had Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. The Warriors have Draymond, Curry, and Clay when he comes back. They have good role players. Like you remember, the Spurs had Boris Diaw. The Warriors have, not saying they're the same player, but Andre Iguodala, guy off the bench. They have some Belizia. shooters. Belizia, who's like a Matt Matt Bonner ish. Uh, you know, Belitz is more of a a better player. Um, but yeah, Kaminga has been really good. He's been the best rookie the Warriors have had. Um, yeah, this is this is what Swiss said. If Kaminga matured as fast as Jordan Poole, that's that's so Jordan Poole has it's been in the league for three years now, right? So I mean, if he doesn't be if he, if this translates, if he has a great rookie season and translate all the way to the second season. If Kaminga matures as fast as Jordan Poole did, the Warriors will be in insanely good shape. But he's not great right now. Yeah. And you say he's a work in progress, yeah. right? He's a I work think, in progress, I say, but you see the talent. I think he will be. Yeah, you can see the talent, right? The, the talent is there. Still a rookie. He's not, he's not even 20 years old yet, right? It's crazy. Um, he's like, I care, I yeah. see the talent. What? what? Right. Well, you know, it's other man's opinion can't change people's opinions. Um, he he is we're athletic. All about hearing, we're all about hearing other people's opinions. He's the well, most so. he's the most athletic player the Warriors have. I think even more athletic than Gary Payton. Who Kaminga? Yeah. Mm. You see that block he had last year on on Harden? Nasty. Yes, I did see that. And was the spin that was, move, disgusting. Yeah, then the spin move dunk. Um, yeah, the spin move, I think, over two defenders. I don't know if that was the same one we're talking about, but he had, like, a nice... He, like, lost the ball, got track of it, got it, was in the paint, um, turnaround dunk. I was, like, with two hands, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, Kaminga. That's why I tweeted. I think that's the dunk that I was talking about in the group text um, while watching the game. Actually. I was like, oh, wow, Kaminga. It's good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's our Warriors talk. I mean, unless you have something else to say, Jake? No, just keep it, keep it going. Keep winning. And good start of the season. Yeah, no, absolutely, definitely agree. Good start, good start of the season. You love it. Basketball is here. They play the Cavs tomorrow, four thirty. But yeah, let's talk about um, the 49ers. Now. Let's move on. So about the 49ers uh, versus the Rams, who they played on Monday night. Uh, fucking dismantling uh, the Rams. Um, it's always a good day when you just destroy the soul of the Rams. I hate. I hate everything about the Rams. Odo Beckham is a locker room cancer. Good luck with that guy, because you're going to want him off your team in three weeks. And you know what? I fucking love it. <laughs> Fuck the Rams. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fuck the Rams. Um, Shanny Owens McVay. Right? Five straight. Shanahan makes McVay his bitch. Yeah, I mean, they can win all, all they want against other teams, but when they come into town on Monday night, I get a fucking nationally tele- televised game. You would think the Rams were going to do something. They didn't do shit. The Rams, I I hate the Seahawks. I hate the Rams to a level of hatred. I never thought I had. I celebrate 
every vic- every loss they have with the fever or fever, what the hell you say it, of a million suns. I clap when they lose. I smile when they get destroyed. When Jalen Ramsey gets a touchdown thrown on him, I get so happy that you would think I just found I just found a million dollars on the ground. Aaron Donald gets bitched on, gets demolished every time he has trouble beating Dan Brunskill. Brunskill, Matt Stafford. I'm- the best throw a Stafford made was his wife throwing a pretzel at someone. Matt Stafford. Oh my god! Oh. Matt Stafford is who we thought he was. We thought, oh, he's this. He's so good. His last two weeks, he's been terrible against. You know who? You know he's been terrible against good teams, which is the story of Matt Stafford, because he's never been good against good teams. We thought, oh, it's, you know, it's the Lions' fault. Washington Stafford these last two weeks show it's not just the Lions. Like fuck off the text messages. Rams frauds. Yeah, they play against good teams, and they get shredded. Matt Stafford. Let's, about, let's, 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 let's go through the schedule. Let's go through the schedule. Go All through right. the schedule. Let's go through. This. Let's go through the Rams schedule. Rams beat the Bears. Bears are at. Rams beat the Colts. The Colts are actually not that bad. Um, they were at the start of the season. That's their first good they're, win. They're, they're they're getting better. They they won twenty seven to twenty four that game. They play the Bucks week three. They win. They just the, the they're probably the best one of the season week three. Right? It's week eleven now. Their only good win. That's like well, I just said the Colts was a good one, but this was their only good win against a, an above average team. The Colts are kind of average. Let's be honest. Their QB. Yeah. I've never seen a quarterback throw more left-handed, opposite hand, back like back flips <laughs> passing in my life in the last three weeks of Carson Wentz. He's done it at least ten times, I think. Yeah, um, they play the Cardinals after the Bucks. They lose by 17, 37 to twenty. The Cardinals are a good football team. That game, They're I, I, I think at one point, team. that game was like thirty-seven to seven or something. Yeah, it was bad. I think all the other points came like in the fourth quarter and fucking garbage time. So the Card- Cardinals are a good football team. You gotta give it to them. Uh, they beat the Rams twenty-six to seventeen. The, I mean the Seahawks. The Seahawks are not good. No, they're they're not good. They um, have to, you know what? What I'll talk about this after. I'll talk about this after. Rams beat the Giants. Uh, Rams beat the Lions by only nine points. Um, very questionable there. The Rams beat the Texans, but they led with twenty-two points. Their defense did, and they lose to the Lions. Uh, they lose to the Titans on Sunday night. 20 to 16. Um, Stafford played like shit that game. Threw an interception, threw a pick six. Then he comes to Monday Night Football, two straight nationally televised games, getting fucking, getting exposed under the lights, right? 31 to 10. Throws a pick the first drive, Jimmy Ward. Second drive, I'm pretty sure, pick six. 49ers capitalized, making it 14 0. I mean, putting themselves in a hole. Obviously, there's not a lot of room for us to talk, being four and five. But the Rams might be just frauds. That makes it even worse. Matt Stafford, I'm sorry. He's who he's. Now, could they win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's still potential for them to win games. Obviously, yeah. I'm not saying they're. But the issue is they're this. bad. 
The Titans. What, what, what are the Titans? Yeah. Know, what are the Titans known for? Running the ball. Running the ball. And defense. That's what they're known for. What are the Niners known for? Running the ball and defense. Do you see a connection here? What are I the Cardinals? The Cardinals. Indeed. The Cardinals. Well, not not the greatest comparison, but the Cardinals. They're known for you know. They they like to run the ball. Their defense is pretty good. They lost to them. If you face if you put a team that's their two main components of a team that they struggle against is toughness and foot and running the football. That's what the Niners are. They play a team the Rams play a team like that in the playoffs. They're losing. They are soft. Their team is soft. They aren't they aren't aggressive. They play. They like to throw the ball a lot. They don't have a good running game. Their running backs are always. Their running game isn't terrible. Um, it isn't great though. They don't have a really a great running back. The injury to Cam Akers. Cam Akers really hurt them. Hurt them. Jesus. Robert Woods hurts them. Robert Woods is out. I'm just. I'm just saying. It puts a lot of pressure on the offense now, right? Yeah, and also Matt Stafford. Has he has he has he proven in his career that he's a winning quarterback? No. I I mean no. I mean with the Lions, you can't really prove a lot with the Lions. You can't. So until I see it, let's go through the playoffs right now. Which quarterback do you believe more in when the going gets tough and it's a playoffs game? Dak Prescott or Matt Stafford? Probably Dak Prescott. Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford? It's Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Don't even say his name. Kyler Murray or Matt Stafford? Oh, okay. I mean... Again, Matt Stafford... Well, Kyler Murray has a have... running aspect to him, too. Right, right, right. I mean, you can. I mean, he's, he's one... Kyler Murray can swing, and he can run. So... Yeah. But... We'll give the edge to Kyler Murray because they they beat the Rams, right? Yeah. So we do, yeah. So we give the edge to Kyler Murray in this situation. Then the Saints is Trevor Simeon. You take Matt Stafford, but although I think didn't Simeon? No, that was Case Keenum. Never mind. Um, so the playoffs right now, you you take Rogers, Brady, Dak, Kyler. You take Kyler, those yeah. four over Matt Stafford. You take Matt Stafford over, you know. Trevor Simeon, wherever the hell they're going to be right. starting there. Matt Stafford or Kirk Cousins. Um, Matt Stafford, mostly. You take him over him. I, I feel like it's somewhat even. Matt Ryan, you take... You takes, I mean, although I'm not sure how... If the Falcons nah, are actually... Nah, don't disrespect Matt Ryan like that. Cam Newton, you probably take Stafford over Cam Newton because Cam Newton... He's back. He's back, though. <laughs> but, again, with the Rams, it's just that their quarterback, you just don't believe – I just don't believe in a quarterback. I didn't believe in a quarterback yeah, they, of Jared Goff. They're, they're, they're like in a mid-season like mid lull, possibly, right now. Like, this team – Matt Stafford's obviously better than Jared Goff. Easily. But – No, absolutely. No, 100% agree with that. Yeah. But I don't think Matt Stafford is – so much better than Jared Goff that them winning, them not winning a Super Bowl will be a disappointment. 
will be a disappointment. I don't believe that for the Rams. Because Matt Stafford's played in three playoff, two, three playoff games. He's 0-2 or 0-3. I think two games. He's 0-2. I just... The thing for the Rams that if they like, let's say this, they go to the playoffs, they win a game, then they lose like in the conference championship or the division round. Maybe not this year. Well, this year, yeah, if they lose in the like after they win a game, that would be good for next year. The next year, Matt Stafford has you no know, experience in the playoffs, wins a playoff game, understands what it, what it takes to win playoff games. Then the year after, I don't think it's like that though. With how LA is um, building their team through trades. And draft picks. And if they don't start winning now, like if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, it's it's a bust, in my opinion. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't no, disagree. I mean, my thing is that I I care regardless if they said, "Oh, we want to play the game here when we lose." Just the way how they're operating their team. Yeah, even like giving as many yeah. away picks that many times. I think if they don't start winning, if they don't start winning, now, I mean, okay. I exited out of their schedule, but they have Green Bay next week. I can't remember if it's home or away. I think it's right. away. That's um, a lot. I'm taking the Packers over them. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Packers. No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm taking the Packers. I don't, yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Um, just look at the remaining schedule. Okay. Packers, Jags. That's a dub. Yeah. They have to play the Cardinals again. Oh, they I got play the Cardinals. Seahawks again. The they play the Vikings. They play the Ravens, and then they play the Rams, and they play us at the end of their season. I think they're going eleven and six. That's my prediction. What are they? What are they now? They're seven, six and three, seven and three. They lose. They lose to the one Packers. Two and zero, three and zero, three and one, four and one, five and one, six and one, seven and one. Because remember the Cardinals seven, game. They're seven and they're seven and three. They're seven and three. Yeah, the Cardinals game I think was at the Rams stadium, and the Cardinals just beat them up. Was it? I don't Let's know. Try. It was somewhere, but I think they lose to the Cardinals. They lose to the Packers. They lose to the Ravens. That's eleven and six right there. Yeah, they played in SoFi. Yeah, they lost in SoFi. Then they go to Arizona and play them. Then I also think they're going to lose some fluke game, and they might win a. They might, you know, they might win against the Ravens because always there's always a team that you know they lose a fluke game. Like if the Rams lose, they can lose. The, to, they can lose to the Seahawks. For all we know. Yeah, like if the Rams lose to the Seahawks in Seattle, I wouldn't be shocked. It's like the Bills I mean, when they, they lost to the Jazz. They're on, they're on a bye this week, so maybe they can gather themselves. Um, it's just, but what? But the last two weeks opened my eyes to the Rams. I'm like, geez, this team isn't as good as I thought they, were. as good as I, as good as most people thought they were. I'm like, I don't see it because against, against the against the Titans. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because in the playoffs, it's mostly you're gonna the game slows down. You're not gonna have as many possessions. Then I just think in January, Matt Stafford's never proven he could be a winner at all. They will, they would be on the road as a wild card team because they're not one in the division. I think they're a one and done. That's my hot take. And I know people are saying oh, it's only two weeks. They can put it together. Yeah, they can. But what gives you the confidence that they will? Especially after these two after these two straight losses, right? And plus, they I mean, they're missing their best, their second best receiver for the season, Robert Woods, yeah. and they replaced like him. Said, oh, no, it, it puts a lot of pressure on the offense now, right? They have to throw the ball, and like you said, their the running back situation isn't as great. I mean, Darius Darius will have good spot games. Sonny Michelle isn't good. 
Um, now they have OBJ, right? But I mean, he has to still learn the offense. Cooper Cup was their saving grace. I mean, obviously their defense still has Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. They can get things done on their defense, hopefully. But I mean, giving up 31 to the Niners, especially on the how the Niners have been playing, that opens your eyes a lot, right? Um, but also, it also proves that, I mean, the Titans lost kind of, the Titans are a good football team. They've won five straight. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Ravens. They, you know, they countless, they beat the Bills. The Titans are a good football team, very good football team. But when you watch the game and the way how they played, then you would say, what, what are the Rams doing, right? Especially that mind-boggling throw in the, when they were in their, like, one yard line and he throws an interception. I'm like, what's Stafford doing, right? Um, but yeah, Rams, fuck you guys. Yeah, good luck of, yeah, good luck of Odo Beckham. Yeah, that locker room cancer. Odo Beckham, it, I've never seen a player more overhyped on one play in a career than Odo Beckham. I'm serious. Odo Beckham has not been good for three years. He hasn't. And they have one receiver. He's been hurt. We can, we can say that. Yeah, he's he's been a non-factor for three years. Injuries, whatever, whatever, what, what? Injuries, whatever it is, he's been a negative for three years. So good luck with him. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm glad you guys signed him because Odo Beckham. I don't think Odo Beckham. I don't think Odo Beckham's a winning player. If you have Odo Beckham on your team, you're not going to win. I just think he's a cancer. That's that's. He's what Dwight. He's what I thought of Dwight Howard until Dwight Howard won a championship, where he might help your team, but in the end, when it matters most, you're not going to win, and he's going to hurt you in the end. That's my opinion on Odell Beckham. So good job signing him, and I hope it doesn't work out for you because it's not going Absolutely. to. Absolutely, I definitely hope it doesn't work out for them because fuck the Rams. Um, but yeah, let's talk more about the 49ers. Um, Jimmy, wow, he's been good the last three weeks. Yeah, very. Um, I think I tweeted this out on our on our Twitter uh, at BNR Podcast One on Twitter. If you want to go ahead and follow us, he's been playing really well these past three weeks, like you said. Um, obviously against the Cardinals, we got beat up, but I mean, he threw for three hundred yards. He did his thing, two touchdowns, had an interception. But I mean, the played really well. Bears played really well. And plus, inter- game, his interception against the Cardinals is just like a you know, yeah, try to make mean, a play. Yeah, um, but this week, efficient, an efficient 182 yards, 15 of 19. He went 12 straight passes without an incompletion, two TDs. When Jimmy's hot, when Jimmy is hot, and he is hot, but he, like, he's hot, right? Well, he is when hot. he's hot. He is hot. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. When he's hot, he's in the zone. Jimmy, Jimmy, can, Jimmy can play. Um, I have a hot take for I you. I like. I love. I love hot takes. Go ahead. If the Niners make the playoffs, I have them going further than the Rams. The Niners are built for the play, are, are, are a team built for playoffs. Run the ball of defense. I and Jimmy, you know what? Matt Stafford might be a better player than Jimmy. He is. Jimmy has experience in the playoffs more than Matt Stafford has. Jimmy there took a goes. team to a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford's not won a playoff game. Has been in the playoffs since 2016. 2015, you get in the playoffs, I trust Jimmy Garoppolo more than Matt Stafford because I've seen it. And we'll have to say, and we have to say, 
when Jimmy plays, he he's a winner, right? He does indeed yeah. have a winning. Record. And when he plays like he did right. last week against the Rams, my God, that was his best game I'll, of the season. His stats I will, weren't. I will, I, will, I will take that any day of the week, regardless yeah. of how many yards you fucking throw. If yep. you play like that every single week, third down conversions, touchdowns yes, you need. Third down conversions. Not, fourth down conversion for a touchdown. Not throwing a pick. I trust Garoppolo more than Matt Stafford in the playoffs. That might be homerish. It, it's I know it sounds really homerish. It's, I said it's, that. Def, it's definitely homerish. It's definitely biased. But I've seen but, I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo take a team to the Super Bowl. I've never seen Matt Stafford do a speck of winning ever at any level, at any point in his career. Never seen it. Until I see it, I don't believe he can do it. Until so, I see so it. I, until, until I see it. Until I see it. Until I see it. Until I see it. No, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it, but we'll see. Yet again, Jimmy, great. Let's see if we can do it for a fourth straight game. Um, the defense on, on Monday was fucking phenomenal. All giving up 10 points. Jimmy Ward back in the lineup. Speaks volumes on how the leader of the defense. Obviously, it's Fred Warner, right? But Jimmy on the back end. Um playing free uh, speaks volumes and how the defense has been hurting. Once you plug him back into the starting lineup, you see how the difference, right? Um, play really well, had two interceptions, had a pick six. Um, other defensive news, practice window for Drake Greenlaw from Quasi Tires opening up this week. So hopefully they um, get activated or obviously whenever they can, I'm pretty sure. I would hope they'd be able to go. Uh, you know what though? Against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I agree what? on I agree on Greenlaw. I want to see I I want to see Hufanga play over Tart. I I do too. I do too. And I and I, I did, and I did see some people say like if if, if Tart is healthy, they'll plug him back in. But I mean Hufanga, Hufanga's a stud, dude. He 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 can play. Now, does Hufanga have his shortcomings? Yeah, he's not the greatest coverage yeah, guy. Absolutely. In- Zone deep zone, but I mean you can you can always do this. You have Tart play, then just have you know Hufanga if Green Greenlaw is not ready, have just have him play linebacker, or yeah, you have Tart play linebacker. Yeah, like Marcel Harris, right? Yeah. Hybrid. Awkward silence there. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't, didn't like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm all for. I love. All right, everybody. I don't know if we said this already. I'm a, I'm a big advocate because obviously we were losing a lot this season. I was a big advocate for let's just play the rookies. Let them get some experience, right? Lenore, Aubrey Thomas, Aaron Banks. Like, why aren't they fucking shooting up on Sundays? Get them fucking experience, right? Why the fuck are we playing Tom Compton or? Fucking Drake Patrick and fucking Josh Norman instead of having a rookie getting experience, right? Yeah, but now I mean, they got rid of Kirkpatrick. Although yeah. Norman's a knucklehead, he is one of the few players that makes turnovers. Like he, he, right. he gets a forced fumble like almost every game. Yeah, but I mean, he's fucking his the PI calls that he gets called on is fucking atrocious. They're pretty bad, but yeah, plus Jalen Moore, bad. he played and he's he's he, he got, looked good. Yeah. For the time that he was before he got hurt, he played really well. He played really well. Elijah Mitchell, um, he's top ten in rushing in the NFL. He's played two fewer games than anyone else. Yeah. 
And like you said too, the Niners are all about running the ball. I think Kyle Shannon also stated they want to they want to run the ball forty times a game. Elijah Mitchell had twenty seven carries for hundred yards. <laughs> yeah, now you don't want that every week, but you don't, right? Obviously, but I mean, I think they're just slowly bringing Jeff Wilson Jr. He had ten carries for twenty eight yards. So I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you don't want to overwork your guy, but there's guys there. Obviously, I don't also don't know why they're still not playing Trey Sermon. But I mean, if they make a run. Guys are going to have fresh legs. I mean, they'll use whoever, right? I mean, again, Debo Samuel had five carries. Yeah. You know? There's people there who can run the ball. We've seen George Kittle run the ball early in the year. But yeah, Kittle, um, yeah but, um, let's never do that again, though. I know I know, yeah. you've seen it, no, but no. No, no, no. absolutely. No, no. I, I'm just saying. People can run the ball on the team. I, I, you, the, the bubble, the tap pass. Why not every single week with that kind of shit, you know? But hey, we're not the coach here. Um, yeah, Elijah Mitchell thumb surgery today. Uh, his availability for Sunday is in question. I did see like he Shanahan said that he should be good to go. But I mean, it, it's a hand injury. I don't know. We'll see. I think it was indefinite or something like that. But yeah. I mean, we'll see. Is that a, is is that a key injury to a running back? You know, you have a broken. Thumb. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah, a key it, injury it, to a running back. It was a joke. I, I mean, the way you ask it, you, you did. You, you asked like, it in the way where I, I thought you're stupid. It's like a pitcher. Oh, is it bad if a pitcher needs Tommy John? Oh, yeah. It's not good. Or a pitcher can't God. throw because he has blisters on his th- th- fingers? Yeah, not good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough to you know, pitch when you have blisters on your hands and you can't throw the ball. Yeah, Shanahan said he, he didn't practice today. But should be available for Sunday against Jacksonville, so we'll see. Um, John Moore limited capacity in practice today. Um, what else? That's all. What else? Really what else? Oh, uh, Debo, offensive player of the week. Oh, uh, Debo. Yep. Um, played played really well. He had five carries for thirty six yards and a touchdown. Five. Targets, five receptions, 97 yards, four touchdowns. He averaged 19.4 yards a catch. Playing really well. Uh, they play Jacksonville next week, who's two and seven. We're currently four and five. They have to win this game. If they lose, season's over. They, they back, have to Back win to 500? Back to 500? Question mark, question mark. And you know what? They're, they're not far out of a playoff spot. They're like percentage points away. And their schedule is um, very favorable the rest of the year. They are. They had the 32nd easiest schedule i think i heard that from i, I think i heard it on uh part of my take i think they had the you, second uh, what what were you gonna they say they had the hardest schedule but the rest no, of the, the season they second, had the 30 second i think i think big Cat might have said it different or something like that but this schedule the schedule for the rest of the year is easy i have it right in front of me okay they have jacksonville vikings seahawks score ass three ones Bengals yeah. who we did indeed state they might have been the best team in the AFC. Yeah, not, not true. But not true. The Falcons, Titans, Texans, Rams week 18. I mean, away. If, the, I, I, if the Niners win six in a row, well, let's, let's calm down here. If the Niners win these next two games, Seattle's always a tough one, but they'll be six and five. They have a shot. In, going, to, going to Sunday night against Seattle. We thought this. We thought the season was over after the loss against the Cardinals. This win over the Rams has re-energized, and now 
I mean, I would not be shocked if the Niners win. They can win three, three straight. They can win three straight right now. They can win. God, God, I'm fucking shook. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Just gonna play this the brand of football that we've always been that I that I love. Running the football, playing defense, play action pass like we like we should be able to off the off off the run. It fucking works. Zone run scheme works. You've seen it work before. Why not do it again? You know. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, back to 500. Hopefully on Sunday we'll see. Um, but yeah, Jake, anything else to add about uh, 49er talk? Um, no, just Ayuk's back. Uh, that's always good yes. to see. Um, Absolutely. Although he, had two, he only had two catches last week, but I mean this week against the Rams. But you just tell that his confidence is back. It's just yes. Debo same as open on every play, and George Kittle is the best tight end when healthy. I'm sorry, he's the best overall tight end in football. Um, you look at their the, the Niners might have the three best blockers at their respective positions: Trent Williams, George Kittle, Kyle Yuschek. Brandon Ayuk also is a really good blocker. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I I can't tell you how good a receiver. But he's not, but he, but he's not the best. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so they have. Yeah. So I mean, Jacksonville, this should be a win. Um, but we shall see. Absolutely. Well, um, let's move on. Jake, get it started for us. It's been some time, but picks in the music are back. Thursday Night Football. Patriots. This is a this is a game right here. Patriots, Falcons. Thursday Night Football. What do you have? Give me Matt Jones and the Patriots, baby. Mac Jones, he's been pretty good. Um, the patch page the Patriots, the Patriots, pretty good. Cordell Patterson, who used to play for the Patriots, who is also a seven-time All-Pro, is I think fourth in rushing yards or receiving, whatever it is. I think rushing yards this season. But Patriots are gonna, God damn it, Patriots are gonna win. Moving on, Niners versus the Urban Meyer. If you see him at a dance club, <laughs> put your phone away. Against the Jaguars. Niners, Jags. I had the Niners winning this, obviously. James, who do you have? Niners! Yep, moving on. Monday Night Football. This might be the game of the week. <sighs> Giants. Daniel Jones. Eh, fun. Versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was a Monday Night Football game from last year, too. Same teams. Um, I have the Bucks winning this. James, who do you have? I'm also going with the Bucks this game. Mm, good pick. Moving on. Lock of the week. I have the Baltimore Ravens over the Chicago Bears. James, what's your lock of the week? <coughs> I'm going Titans over the Texans. Hmm. Good pick. Moving on. Upset alert. 
you go first this time. Who do you have? I'm going Washington football team over the Carolina Panthers. Mm, Cam Newton playing against his old coach. I think he's starting this week, so that should be fun to see. My lock of the line. My upset alert. This team is winless, but they aren't. What's the what's the diff- What's the opposite word of winless? Um, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Well, they're not zero and nine. They're zero eight and one. Whatever that means. But you know what? The Browns are terrible. I'm I'm sorry. They're just not good. Without they're just not a good team. They got demolished by the Patriots on the road last week. I had the Lions with a hurt Baker Mayfield. Plus, Jared Goff's hurt for the Lions, too, so they might be playing with their backup. But anything's better than Jared Goff. And the backups, for some reason, usually have like that one, one week where they win a game somehow. And I think it's going to be this week. So I have the Detroit Lions winning their first game of the season in the Dan Campbell era, beating the Browns this week. And that is your Week 11 NFL picks. That was your picks. And that's all I have to add. Perfect. Thank you for listening to the BA Pockets for Ghost Games with Jake, episode 143. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook, follow us on SoundCloud and Spotify, and also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yep, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, and subscribe, resubscribe to our 50 times again. System, electric, and I learned from being in the industry for the past. Almost 48 months for almost four years now. So, again, talk to podcast worldwide. We always take top tiers of podcast sports and recreation. But as you know, we shoot for the stars here at the Bay Podcast. It's good to send the top tiers of podcast worldwide. We do that. We'll give, you a, we'll give you a high five. So, the average episode, James. Go, 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 go. go Niners. <laughs>